0: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain to you how it works. Anchor is free. This creation tool, that are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot of other platforms. Here is the interesting thing you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. So, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope you enjoy this. Once again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Caring for a loved one with dementia poses many challenges for families and caregivers. People with dementia from conditions such as Alzheimer's diseases, and other related diseases have a progressive brain disorder that makes it more and more difficult for them to remember things, think clearly, communicate with others, or even take care of themselves. In addition, dementia can cause mood swings and even change a person's personality and behavior. Hi, my name is Solusha Francis. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This, today we'll be talking about how to communicate with people suffering from dementia, how to communicate with people from dementia let us begin by looking at what dementia really is dementia is a group of thinking and social symptoms that interferes with daily functioning we are not born knowing how to communicate with persons with dementia but we can learn yeah you do not have to be specially trained to learn or to do this you can actually learn how to communicate with people suffering from dementia improving your communication skills will help make caregiving less stressful and will likely improve the quality of your relationship with your loved one good communication skills will enhance your ability to to handle difficult behavior that you may encounter as you care for a person with dementia initially it was believed that dementia has to do with elderly people but trust me today there are certain things that you face in your life or certain health conditions that will come your way that will bring about dementia remember that we define dementia as a group of thinking and social symptoms that interferes with daily functioning and one characteristic of dementia is forgetfulness people who are dementiated do not remember events may not even remember their own names or they may have selective remembrance just remembering very few things hence it is important that we learn how to communicate with them it is important that we learn to understand how they think and how they behave. So I want to share with you 10 tips on how to communicate with these people. Number one, you need to set a positive mood for interaction. Set a positive mood for interaction. Your attitude and body language communicate your feelings and thoughts stronger than your words. So you have to set a positive mood by speaking to that person in a pleasant and respectful manner. Don't think because they cannot remember then you should talk to them anyhow no be respectful and be pleasant in your conversation with them use facial expressions remember that the fact that they can't remember doesn't mean they can't see you doesn't mean they can't hear you so use facial expressions tone down your voice and phys- and use physical touch more to convey your message and share feelings of affection now it is very easy for this people to suspect anything at any point in time so you need to from time to time reassure them with your body language and your speech because they may not because they are not able to remember things so they are very very suspicious and they can flare up or if they notice anything or they are not comfortable with any movement of yours they can flip to the other side of their emotions Need to be very, very reassuring, you need to be very, very cautious how you deal with them. You need to from time to time show them that you actually care about them, otherwise, you'll realize that they will not even respond to you at all. Now, let's look at brief statistics of dementia just before we continue. Now, it is believed according to dementia statistics.org that one in three people born in the uk will develop dementia in their lifetime and currently there are eight fifty thousand people with dementia in the uk alone this research was done by dementia statistics in the uk now let's look at what percentage so it is said that according to the Alzheimer's association Alzheimer's association that people 65 years and older have an estimate of 6.5 million people who are suffering dementia let me get that facts for you correctly so that i give you the correct for you to understand that it's not just the elderly who have this condition or who are likely to face this condition okay so it says that of course, dementia is, is, is also known as Alzheimer's disease, and it says it's the sixth leading cause of death in the United States. And it says more than 16 million Americans provide unpaid care for people with Alzheimer's or other dementia. So it's a group of NLCs. Now, these caregivers provided an estimated 18.5 billion hours of care, valued at nearly $234 billion of healthcare service. Now between 2000 and 2017, death from heart disease have increased 9%, while death from alzheimer have increased 145%. That's a huge stat, you know. Now one in three seniors, seniors means elderly people, dies with alzheimer or other dementia. It kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined we can see that it's very 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 huge now they said that in 2019 alzheimer's and other dementia will cost the u.s for example 290 billion dollars 290 billion dollars and by 2050 this cost should could rise as high as 1.1 trillion dollars of course now look at this again million Americans are living with Alzheimer's disease. By 2050, the number is projected to rise to nearly 14 million. Now, this will shock you. Every 65 seconds, someone in the United States develops the disease. Can you imagine? Every 65 seconds. And this is increasing by the day. Now, 1 in 10 people age 65 and older has Alzheimer's dementia. Two-thirds of Americans are of Americans with asthma are women. Older African Americans are about twice likely to have the same disease. Hispanics are about one and one and a half times as likely to have this disease as older whites. So you can really see. So you can see that this is a very, very huge figure that cannot be Push the side. This is why you need to pay attention to this particular Illness. Okay, so tip number two get the person's attention Limit the distractions and the noise that comes when you're trying to communicate with such a person All right turn off the radio or TV Close the curtains or shut the door or move to quieter surroundings. This is because you need the, to get the attention before you can communicate with them. All right, so before speaking, make sure you have their attention, address the person by name, identify yourself by name and relation, and use non-verbal cues and touch to help keep the person focused. If the person is seated, be at the level of the eye contact of the person. If the person is standing, try as much, but most importantly, one way to communicate effectively with people suffering dementia is to have them seated calm and collected when this is achieved to be able to have the attention and have the eyes contact functional i mean you're you are able to have eye contact with eye contact with them all right so you need to be able to introduce your name and tell them how you're related to this person if you're a caregiver let them know you're a caregiver you're a sister brother father mother whatever relationship you have with such a person let him or her know alright, you need to address the person by name if the person is Cynthia say Cynthia or James or Allen, such that they know that you actually have a form of relationship with them, you are not just a stranger, alright because, because they are very, very very suspicious like I said earlier, they are very suspicious so they need to be sure that the person interacting with them is someone who has a form of relationship with them and is someone they can relate with Tip number three, state your message clearly. Be as clear as possible. Be as simple as possible in your conversation with them. Speak slowly, distinctly, and in a reassuring tone. Use simple words and sentences. Refrain from raising your voice higher or louder. In fact, as much as possible, pitch your voice lower. Hello, ma. How are you today? Hi, Cynthia. My name is Toluse. How are you today? When you're able to present your voice in that tone, it gives them that reason to trust you, that you haven't come to hurt them or to rough handle them or mishandle them. So, as much as possible, do not talk with a high pitch when you're speaking with someone. Um, sorry, from dementia, have your conversation at a low tone. If he or she doesn't understand the first time, use the same wording or repeat your message or question do not change right do not change the way you're saying it again be consistent with what you're saying if you said she sat here do not repeat by saying she sat down here still say she sat here this is because as you speak it 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 echoes in the in the in the ears of this person and they able to grab what you're saying In the event that this still doesn't work, hold on for a few minutes and then rephrase what you want to say. Another thing you can do is use familiar names of places and familiar pronouns, but still do not shout. It is important and you need to take note of that you are not allowed to shout. Number four, ask simple answerable questions. There is no time for you to ask questions that you know this person cannot answer this is not a time to show that you can speak good grammar or you've got good diction you need to be as simple as possible when you're asking them questions ask one at a time and those with yes or no answers work very best do not ask questions that require them to say long sentences how are you fine have you eaten yes do you want to sleep no those kind of questions are very easy to answer. I refrain from asking open-ended questions or questions that require that they pick so many choices. So, for example, you could ask, would you like to wear your white shirt or your blue shirt? Better still, show sure are the choices: white, blue, visual prompts, and cues help clarify questions and can guide with responses. And trust me, this isn't just for this case alone, generally every human being tends to remember what they can see more than what they can have a mental picture of. So, as much as you can, let there be a visual representation of what you're trying to say. You need to listen with three things, and that's tip number five listen with your ears, with your eyes, and with your heart. Be patient in waiting for the reply. If he or she is struggling to answer, it's okay. You can suggest words that would aid the person answering. Watch for body language, watch for nonverbal cues, and respond appropriately. Always strive to listen to the meaning and feelings that underline the words. I call these things unvoiced voices. So this person may not be saying exactly how he or she is feeling, what he or she wants to say, but you need to pick cues from what the person is not saying through what they saying, What this simply means is you need to pay keen attention. Never ever rush them. Point number six, ensure that you break down activities into a series of steps that makes it easy for them to follow through and join you on. You can encourage them to do what he or she can but gently remind them of the steps in the event that the person forgets and assists okay when your she can no longer complete those steps again like i said earlier I use visual cues such as showing them with your hand where to place the dinner plate, which way to turn how where to sit and all that this sticks in their heads and they're able to remember when they get to that particular point so do not rush a person suffering from dementia do not take them step by step Break down everything you want them to do into simple steps. Okay, once again, my name is Toluche Francis, and I hope you're having a wonderful time. Let's start at tip number six. Okay, when the going gets tough, alright, distract and redirect. Now, how do I mean? When this person becomes upset, try changing the subject or the environment. So, for example, ask him to help, ask him for help. Or suggest going for a walk when realize that the person is getting worked up the person is getting upset because one thing is tough for the other change what that person is doing you could ask the person to join for a walk for a walk you could ask the person to help you do something or ask if you could help the person do something okay uh, it is important that you connect to the person on a feeling level before you redirect so you might say something like i see that you're feeling sad i'm sorry you're upset let's go get something to eat i feel you're not having fun here sorry about that can we take a walk to the other side this helps the person understand that you are on the same level of feeling with him or her and the moment this person can connect and can see that you share same feelings or sentiments with him or her it's going to connect with you and you'll be able to move on from there number eight this is very very key as well respond with affection and reassurance people with dementia often feel confused anxious and unsure of themselves furthermore they often get reality confused and may recall things that never really occurred One mistake you can do while working with someone suffering from dementia is to try to make them see that they are wrong. Okay, so let me put it this way. Avoid trying to convince them that they are wrong. Yes, because like I said, they often feel confused, anxious and unsure of themselves. They often get reality confused and may recall things that never really occurred. So don't try to tell them that they are wrong. No, just stay focused on the feelings they are demonstrating. The feelings are real. The actions will not be real. All right, yeah. So the feelings are always real. The actions will not be real. So respond with verbal and physical expressions of comfort, support, and reassurance. Sometimes you can hold hands, touch, hug, and praise them so as to get the person to respond when you have tried. Everything and all has failed now because people suffering from dementia tend to have memory loss help them to remember good old days that's tip number nine Memory the past is often a soothing and affirming activity many people with dementia may not remember what happened 45 minutes ago but they can clearly record their lives 45 years earlier so they're able to pick long-term memories but they are unable to pick short-term events Therefore, avoid asking questions that rely on short-term memory such as asking what they had for lunch or asking when last they saw their husband or their spouse as the case may be. Instead, ask general questions about their distant past. This information is more likely to be retained than asking them what happened just three minutes ago. Alright, so help them to remember the good old days. Finally, point number 10 or tip 10 as we may call it, Humor. Maintain your sense of humor. Use humor whenever possible. Though, do not use it to make jest of the person, so not at their expense. People with dementia tend to retain their social skills and are usually delighted to laugh along with other people. So do not condemn them or make them feel unwanted. Let them feel normal. When they, when they say things and they laugh, laugh with them, but be genuine with their laughter, so let them feel normal. Communication is key. So laughter is one more humor is one mode of one method of communication with such people. You need to seek to communicate with them very well. Use simple words and sentences. Speak slowly, distinctly, and in a reassuring tone. And of course, like I said, we are not born knowing how to communicate with a person with dementia, but we can learn. You do not have to be specially trained to do this. Improving your communication skills will help make caregiving less stressful and will likely improve the quality of your relationship with your loved one. Good communication skills will also enhance your ability to handle the difficult behavior you may encounter as you care for a person with dementia. That's all from me today. Till I come your way again, I remain myself, to Francis. Bye-bye.